2: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast, presented by Dropkings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Michaela Perkins, and joining me today for a very special St. Patrick's Day episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast is Kirsten Toussaint, Steve Peters, and making his debut. Is Owen! Mm-hmm. Burr, burr, burr,
0: burr. I feel like I'm supposed <laughs> to say something in response to that, and I don't have any idea what to say. But no,
2: nothing? Yes. <laughs> it's your debut, Owen. Are you excited?
0: It's good to be here, yeah. A lot earlier than normal. I'm used to getting here and it's starting to get dark and it's it's actually light today, which is nice.
2: Yes, the office is nice and light. Um, you're not here at 5 p.m. at night, which is really great. It's great to have you on the show. It's a St. Patrick's Day episode and uh, we're all wearing green except for Tirsten. Tirsten missed the memo. <laughs> I, I,
3: I didn't miss the memo. I forgot the memo. The thing is, is, but my hat, too, my laptop, my hat, the green is my favorite color. So I was able to come here with green somewhere on me, thankfully, because I always wear
2: it. But I missed my opportunity to really showcase my favorite color. I am super sad. Um, uh, how do you guys feel about St. Patrick's Day? Are we fans of St. Patrick's Day? Do you what celebrate it? it? Honest to God, I don't know what it is. This is my favorite question, because if you guys don't know, Owen is from Wales, and oh, I just grew
0: <laughs> no, 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 Wait, it's totally... no! Saint no, no. like Patrick's
2: Say... holiday or something.
3: And no, I'm like, no,
0: what it's is not. it? Saint
2: Patrick's Day is an Irish holiday, but I like to group. The entire UK together and just stereotype the entire oh, region. Here we
0: go. Here region. we go. I warned you about this. We've dumped Ireland in with the UK now. This is it's going downhill already.
2: Um, actually, Owen is giving me a bit of a history lesson. Every country in the UK has their own version of St. Patrick's Day. So, like in Wales, oh. it's St. David's Day, what? which they celebrate at the beginning of March. And, like, uh, England is St. Andrew's Day, right?
0: No, nope. all the nope. way around Other this way? is St. George's Day. Oh, okay, okay, Scotland is St. Andrew's Day.
2: Okay, so yeah, so every country in the UK has their own saint day. But what is it?
0: <laughs> so it's like each each of us has like a patron saint, and it's just on that saint's feast day. So, feast day? Yeah, like every saint has a feast day. What's a feast saint day? St. Patrick
4: died on this date in around 400 AD, and they celebrate that to celebrate the culture of Ireland.
3: So it was a feast day the day that they died?
0: That, that's a question. I don't know We about about. celebrate
4: that saint on that day to respect the culture of that area. Okay. Of
2: yeah. Okay. Cool. Isn't that kind of cool? It I, had no cool. I had no idea. No idea. I didn't either. That's, that's not I what also... we do in the
4: states, though. Like that's no. not what we Let's let's get drunk.
2: Yeah. St. Patrick's yeah. Day is, is just an excuse for Americans to get drunk and watch basketball. And watch basketball. Yes. Because yes. March Madness has started, which is great. We love March Madness here. But I don't really understand the point of St. Patrick's Day. Um, I guess like it's just a point, a reason to drink because nobody here in America is Irish at celebrating this point. their. But Irish you all culture. like to
0: say that you are <laughs> like,
4: "Kiss me, I'm Irish," right? We drink their green beer for the Irish. Yeah, I, we're all in. Like, sure, the United yeah, United States, we're in. We love Alcohol, drinking. I have in. never
3: either. I celebrated it one time in my life. Senior year of high school, I skipped school, went to downtown Cleveland for the parade, hung out with some friends, went home. That is the only time I have ever done anything ever for St. Patrick's Day.
4: But you've never done the green beer? Like that's a, no, really? No. Like intentionally just ordered green beer, never happened? No. Wow. (laughs)
2: I don't understand it. Um, Quick reminder, if you're watching this on Twitter, head over to YouTube. Join us in our chat. If you're in YouTube, say hello. Drop us a message in the chat. We'll include you in our show. That's always my favorite part of the Phoenix Sports Podcast is including you in our discussions. And usually I would do the temperature check, but today I'm feeling a little... little off the cuff, I guess. And I just kind of want to get into questions, which is Ooh. the whole point of the show. We actually have a lot of them. So <laughs> let's get right into Mac's mailbag on the Phoenix sports podcast. I asked you guys to send in some questions on Twitter and in our members only discord. And we got a ton of questions. Thank you to everybody who sent them in. There's a lot of good ones to get through. So let's just jump right into it with our first question. An honor of St. Patrick's Day, Mac Huff on Twitter at Mac at Hackmuff. <laughs> ask green beer or guinness and why this one's really easy for me because i hate guinness i think it's gross it's so have dark. you ever had
3: a black and blue
2: no i've had an irish car bomb though, which i don't a know black and blue
3: i believe is half guinness half blue moon
2: and it's Ooh. really good. Ew, I don't think I would.
4: Yeah, there's like a that. lot of those: black and tan, black and brown, mm-hmm. black and blues. A lot of. But the black is Guinness, with...
2: right? That is correct. Yeah. Yes, or a really. Stout. It's great. You have to try it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I just think Guinness is too dark. If you feel like I'm, chew- I feel like I'm chewing on it. I'm okay. definitely a green beer person, just because they'll, they'll take like a, like a, like a uh, what is the like a an English or like a pale ale or just like a light beer and just make it green. That's perfect for me. I don't need a dark Guinness beer.
0: Okay. <laughs> Irish car bombs are really good though. I mean they do say that Guinness is a meal.
2: That's true. Like,
0: what about I'm you guys? Are you guys drink Guinness, Guinness? Always, yeah.
4: all
2: day long. Really? Like, yeah.
4: The like when I was younger,
2: yeah.
4: and the old man of the group, when I was younger I thought Guinness too heavy, too harsh, can't drink it. Just wait. Because the older you get, it's crisper and cleaner than you think. Goes down really smooth and the best thing about it when you travel a lot, it's incredibly consistent throughout north america so if you can go to winnipeg manitoba get a guinness and go to la and get a guinness and you know you're getting the same thing i love guinness it's like celebrating with guinness i've got colons in my fridge it's gonna be basketball and guinness when i get home I really love it. you love, love it that guinness. much yeah i'm i used to go-to. be a guinness girl I get used out, to out of here that to, was a thing
3: i used to promote but i did it for a lot of beer companies but i remember going what they would mostly have us go to is in college like um like rosies you guys know rosies some like just like irish bars you know yeah jacob producer knows rosies and i would have to wear um i don't even know what it's called but like some dress and have like a lace-up thing here it was like a like a garb (laughs) thing that i had to wear and i would pass out free guinness and like promote guinness and that's how i know of the black and blue because i tried because i don't really i don't particularly like it either but like i had to promote it so i would drink be like oh you don't like it you should try the black and blue that was like part of the spiel
2: oh okay interesting see i love um it when it comes in an irish carbon form otherwise no
4: but the green beer thing though like i I get the green and the celebrating the irish heritage yeah but really do we need to drink green beer only in that well
2: it goes with the 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 holiday what happens
4: the next day like it
0: it's got to come out. All that green dye has got to come out. It's it's disturbing.
2: I don't think it comes out green. It's Just
0: I mean, well, It well, depends. It how, it depends how much people have been drinking that night <laughs> as the whether is coming out green yeah. in a certain way. But
2: to me, green beer is like dyeing the Chicago River green. Why?
4: I've been in Chicago on like St. Patrick's Day watching basketball with a day off.
2: Those poor fish!
4: Phenomenal day.
2: They're probably dyed green. They
4: probably for the rest are. of their lives. <laughs>
2: but it was worth it for really us to celebrate.
3: Think that dye is purely harmless so i'm with you on that
2: i think it's like such a like it's so much time and energy to dye an entire river green i don't know it's not my thing but i'm definitely pro green beer i'll take green beer any day all right let's get on to our second question what do we got what are the chances arizona wins march madness speaking of march madness i feel like they actually have a really good chance we are doing a company uh march madness bracket challenge and even though I went to Arizona State, I have Arizona winning the championship this year. I got to cover them at the Pac-12 tournament, and that team looks incredible. Their depth is insane. Their height is insane. They just look really, really solid, and they just, they're just they firing on all cylinders, and I think Tommy Lloyd is the perfect coach for that team. So I think that they have a chance to win it all this year. What do you guys think?
4: Yeah, a lot of basketball people here, so I'll jump in. I, I know nothing about the sport. <laughs> I know they're winning, and they were on fire in the Pac-12. I saw our ASU and U of A crew in Vegas did a fantastic job, by the way. team's playing really well at the right time. And when you do that in a tournament setting, you can do a lot of good things. I think they're a good basketball team, but, man, it's hard to get through this March Madness. Even as number one seeds, it's hard to get through. I mean, you've got Kansas, you've got Gonzaga. Like, There's some really good teams. I, along with you, though, I did pick U of A to win in our— bracket challenge
2: i love that for us
0: look i'm gonna i want to play the dumb foreigner here because that gives me (laughs) like look if i win the bracket challenge like i can you know rub that in everyone's faces if i lose it's like well it doesn't matter i don't know anything anyway um look A have got a really good team but i think that south region is also quite good Mm. and when you are dealing with one and done you, you know being the best team is not necessarily enough it's being the best team that shows up on the night when you're facing other teams that also are going to claim to be the best team it's it's just hard to really say at this point isn't it because yeah it only ever takes one call to go against you and the whole thing falls apart it's true
3: also my like like My question is, has Tommy Lloyd created a strong enough culture to be able to make a championship run when everything seems to sort of change in the postseason when it comes to, like, anything can happen and you're switching locations. I mean, it's just a whole different season. Yeah. And so having success in the regular season is one thing, but as a first year head coach uh, and the team that they have now, like, are they built like mentally, culturally, you know, outside of their skill for, to make a championship run. I have for sure my final four, I think in our bracket, I made two. I feel like that's cheating, not in our bracket, but like I have two different, (laughs) two different um, challenges that I'm doing. And one, I had Gonzaga, the other one I had U of A. And I think, U of A is the one that um, that we have. But at my final four are Gonzaga, Kentucky, uh, Arizona, and Auburn. Okay. And I felt a little better about that than I did about picking an all-around winner.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is really hard. March Madness is called madness for a reason. There's upsets that happen all the time. You see, you know, the second seed getting upset by, you know, a, like a lower seed. And it's crazy, um, which is why it's called March Madness. But... I don't know. I just have a feeling for Arizona and Tommy Lloyd has already accomplished so much in such a short time. I think he's one of three first-year head coaches to lead their team to a tournament title in like the history of basketball is like a first year head coach so that's a huge huge accomplishment and obviously it doesn't happen very often if it's one in you know he's one of three to ever do it so um, I, I just I don't know I have a feeling about them they, they're they super impressive and um, they really do play for each other they remind me a lot of the Suns like there's not a lot of egos in the room they play for each other they're humble they take accountability for the mistakes that they make um, they definitely need to figure out their slow starts because they are definitely a second half team so I think if they're gonna you know make some noises in the tournament they're gonna have to start faster than they have this season but I just have a good feeling about it I don't know and I'm saying that as an ASU person so <laughs> my opinion is not uh is not jaded
3: I feel like I told you this at some point I don't remember what the conversation was but at some point I was like Michaela just like give it a few more years like covering sports teams and cover other sports teams like a little closer and you'll begin to realize that what was like u of a (laughs) spend some time and like get to know the guys and you'll be like okay like i guess i can like cheer for you even though a couple years ago when i was at in school that would have been like the an absolute like that's never gonna happen they're the worst school ever so like and then you got the chance to be there in vegas and kind of be around the guys and be around the team and you're like Okay, you're you're humans. I, I kinda like you guys. Okay, final root for you. What am yep. I doing?
2: <laughs> it's, it was the weirdest experience ever. <laughs> I feel like I was having an out of body moment. Um Chris in the comments. Hi fam. Hi, Chris. So glad that you joined us. Um we love you. So we're glad you're here. Um, all right, let's get on to our third question from the mailbag. Which conference team is the biggest threat to the Suns in the playoffs? Which Western conference team? Uh Tirsten, what do you think? Or PD
4: at Golden State Warriors if if they're healthy. And if they're healthy, I
3: wanted to see what the Grizzlies' record was right now because right now they're second best, but I still don't think they even compared to the Warriors when they're healthy.
4: Or can we see the question again? Because I get the the
2: in the Western who's who is which Western Conference team is the biggest threat to the Suns in the playoffs.
4: The Suns themselves. I wow. was about to say that. Yeah. They're their own worst enemy. Can they stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Can they repeat mm-hmm. the path that they had through the playoffs last year? I think the only team that can beat the Suns is the Suns.
2: Okay. That's actually a great point. I didn't think about it like that because I, I mean, I guess like now that you brought that up, I guess I agree with you because, you know, Golden State is hurt. It, Steph is hurt. So that definitely does not help anything. But even when they got Clay Black, they didn't look great. It took them a while to kind of figure out their team chemistry. And, you know, even though they had Clay and Steph for a while there, they're still, they were still six and a half games back from the sun. So, you know, when it comes to the West, I don't really know if I'm intimidated by anybody like that. If
3: Steph Curry doesn't return for the playoffs, then I would say that it totally is the sun's against themselves. Yeah. Like if, if he is back and they're, they make it back to like full strength and are like playing their best basketball of the season, then I'm a little bit afraid of the Golden State Warriors. If not...
4: It's a team that can shoot threes. They've won before. They've got experience. And that's what you're afraid of during the playoffs. For sure. But one that puzzles me, and I don't follow basketball as close as I do. Hockey, clearly. But... What I'm wondering about is the Lakers coming out, and I don't know which players said it or which management member said it, that they want to face the Suns. They'd rather face the Suns than the Warriors in the playoffs. Are they out of their freaking mind?
2: Out of their like, Did they see the
4: game that they played last weekend against the Suns where they literally dominated from beginning to end without CP3, without Cam Johnson? I know AD was missing in L.A., the Suns are just better. Yeah. So I I wonder if that's if it's a psychological, just getting it out there in the universe that hey, we think we can beat you, but I don't know if I poked the bear. Like I, I'm I not wouldn't. sure that that Suns Lakers matchup at one eight. Yeah, give it to me. I'm in.
2: Oh, yeah, the for Lakers. sure. Especially that. after AD decided to run his mouth and say that the, the Suns wouldn't have won. Trash team right now. Trash. I They're mean, so when you're, washed.
0: When you're in a position like that, shouldn't you be more focused on actually getting in yourselves than right? who you're going to play? You That's know? what I would That's say. That's not even locked in. They may not make it. So maybe focus on that and not. Yeah,
3: but also we say that. Like, sports wouldn't be fun if people didn't say, like, things that you could, like, point to and be like, you're and an it's idiot.
0: It's L.A. Like,
3: yeah.
4: beat L.A. is our yeah. mantra yeah. for the entire exactly. city. Like, let's hope it's <laughs> Lakers' sons. Yeah. And let's hope they roll them in four. Like, blow them out. Let's hope so. Yeah, It'd be a great way to start the playoffs for the yeah. Suns. That team, I don't I know. So
3: um, Like, I don't know if anyone else felt this way. But as soon as Russell Westbrook, like, that deal was announced, I was like, this isn't going to work. Like, are you kidding me? This is the. This is not going to work. And this is exactly how I saw this season going for them. They just. They don't have any, uh, like, uh, I keep wanting to say, cohesiveness. And I don't know if
2: that's the right. Yeah, word. it's camaraderie. It's Co- team. It's, yes. it's
4: building a team yes. instead of throwing a bunch of good players. And that's together. all it is. Yep. Yes. It is
2: totally agree. And I, there's only
4: one basketball, and there's only one person that can hold the ball. You, like you've got to be able to share it amongst each other, and the Suns can do that. Whether somebody else always steps up for the Suns, and that's something the Lakers don't have, and that's why I'd be terrified to play the Suns in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd be it's terrified who's up too. Next. Who's up next?
2: Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think I'm scared of anybody in the West. I, I can't think of a single team. I mean, I was a little worried about Golden State when they had Steph and Clay together, but now that they don't, and it's a question mark if Steph is going to be back for the playoffs, I'm really not scared of anybody in the West. I can hear uh, Denver Nuggets fans in my ear screaming, "We're getting Jamal back! We're getting Jamal back!" I don't care. I'm sorry, like <laughs> I really don't even think with Jamal Murray. MPJ and Nikola Jokic that the Nuggets are going to be able to defeat the Suns. I really well, don't
3: last year. So
2: I know. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think I'm scared of anybody of the West and PD's answer is straight on. It's, it's the Suns against themselves. So as long as the Suns don't beat themselves, I think they have a really good shot at going back to the finals this year. Um, Mac Huff in our comments. We read your question already, Mac, you missed it. Um, going back to the U of A thing said U of A was head and shoulders above the pac 12 super impressive. It's like they're just getting to their real competition. Also an ASU guy. Hey, I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, LA Shadow saying U of A. Um, So lots of U of A fans in the comments. Love that for us. (laughs) Um, Phoenix Suns 22 say the Bucks scare me in the East. Yeah, when it comes to the East, I think the East is a little bit of a different story. I think there are some teams in the East that I'm a little worried about. The Bucks definitely being one of them. Um, also the heat, I don't know what happened, but the heat just kind of came out of nowhere and the heat looked like they're really good. I know my, uh, my intern, my social intern, Mallory, who's from Miami is screaming right now because she's so excited. I admitted that, but the East is a little bit, definitely a little bit of a different story. I'm a little scared of a couple teens in the East. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about the Eastern conference when it comes to playoff time. I just
3: feel like right now the Suns are, I like I'm I'm taking a completely different position when you first asked the question. I was like, okay, let me like think about this and analyze it. And it took me PD saying Suns against themselves to be to snap out of it and be like, "Wait a second. There is no real competition. I feel that way about the East as well. Like I just feel like the Suns are light years ahead of everybody else mm. that like nobody else really scares me. Now, anything can happen when it comes to playoff time and, you know, injuries and whatever, but um uh, if they make it to the finals, I'm not
2: yeah. But I mean, it's true. Like when, when we lost CP3, ever, everyone was freaking out. They're like, oh my gosh, like the Suns, like, it's going to be so hard for them to win. They can't do it without CP3. And I think they've won five of their last six without CP3. So, I mean, obviously, CP3, you want him on the court. You'd rather have him than not. But to me, it seems like the Suns have so much depth. Devin Booker is an incredible player i just think i think they're gonna be okay I And i mean if you want to
0: talk about the bucks you know the way that the suns hung in there against the bucks when they played them recently yeah. despite the number of absences there were they led for long periods in that game and didn't lose by a whole lot in the end you know with more players available if they do meet in the finals yeah you've got to feel good about their chances it's
2: true that's a great point oh and you know what you guys have talked me into it. I'm not scared of anybody. Suns <laughs> so against the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Not even worried about it. Um, I'm here. Hi, mom. My mom is here. Uh, Ramon is saying Bucks and Nets. If Kyrie can play, yeah, Nets are kind of scary t- uh, too. If you get uh, Kyrie back, that is a great point. Um, but that's
3: they're not though. They're not like they're not the they're not a a, a team that I feel like is even going to be able to put it all together to even reach the finals. Mm. Like I just, I don't, the, the Nets have talent, no doubt. Yeah. I don't see them making the finals. The Bucs, I could see it being a repeat. Yeah. Sure. Oh my God.
1: because
4: yeah, you in Philly in the East. And there's some teams that have good players, but they don't have good teams. Yeah. yeah. And the Suns getting to the finals last year and going through the adversity that they had to go through last season in the finals, I think made them a better basketball team this year. Yeah. I think that this is their year. Even if it is, the Bucs again, because I think overall, depth wise, I think the Suns are deeper and better overall.
3: Because well, they literally, they didn't they the crew that they had last year was made better by what they went through, but then they actually Added, made their roster better. better. So yeah. yeah.
2: All right, I'm in. Suns against everybody. Suns aren't losing. Suns um, in four. <laughs> speaking of basketball, college basketball fans, join in the in on the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It really is that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and up only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details i know that i'm about to spend a whole lot of money on the DraftKings sportsbook app during march madness Mm -hmm. everybody please pray for my wallet um (laughs) i'm hoping that i can actually uh, make up some of my losses from earlier in the year with march madness because there's so much to bet on it's a frenzy
4: and it's good that we're here so i'm not on my phone
2: right yeah i just constantly checking i'm looking at the scores
4: now (laughs) and i'm going yeah i could Probably do that.
2: Uh, I love it. Love like Dropkings. No, um, I'm no. Good. I got we'll a get here. so distracted if it's I on the, the TV. Um, who's playing right now, PD? I,
4: I'm watching the Iowa Richmond game right now, two points.
2: Wow. Uh, okay. There we go. Um, all right. Let's get into our next question from the mailbag. Question for St. Patrick's Day Who's the biggest lightweight in the office and who can really hold their alcohol? I'm so excited for this question. Um, do you guys want to go? I have a. There's I have an a lot idea. of professionals
4: here. I'll you think that. so? There's a lot of. I've been to the staff parties. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like that's Thanksgiving, true. buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were some veterans there. I'll go. I'm gonna go to the, the boss. I think I take Saul as the winner,
2: as like, the one who can hold their alcohol the yeah, most.
4: I'm gonna give it to Saul.
2: I'm gonna say,
3: oh, hold it, like.
4: Like you can't I, tell. They can go. Oh, is that can, the
3: question now? Who can yeah. like, drink the most? Because that might be two different people. Because yeah, I might, it might go be. to like Shane for drinking the most.
2: I think Frank can hold as the best alcoholic. Oh no, yeah, we business. didn't. Even oh frank frank. Frank, it's frank, hands down. frank, 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 Frank will sit here with a cup no, with down. a cup of Henny, <laughs> yep. just blast it, and you'll have no idea. Hands down,
4: Frank. It's not even. That's honestly, it's not even fair. That's men against boys discussion. Yeah, he's, he's in a different league.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like
4: the MLS, as it were. It's a different league. Like he's he's. Body weight difference, experience difference, Frank wins. Lightweights?
2: Lightweights, I think it's a tie between Johnny and Anthony Totri. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They're going to get so mad at me for saying that. (laughs) I'll back the Totri one.
0: I'll back the Totri You back Totri? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You agree? Okay. All I
0: know about
3: Johnny is he likes pina coladas and (sighs) gave us that awesome chugging mishap photo at the beginning of our launch. And so,
2: <laughs> okay, Johnny can't jug a beer. He likes pina coladas and he's also a dad. So I don't feel like he's hitting the town very often. So I feel like Johnny is definitely the biggest lightweight, right? Yeah, I'm going to go Johnny.
4: Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with
2: that. I feel bad. I feel bad throwing Johnny under the bus. Um, Ramon's saying Owen is top two and he's not two. For lightweight? <laughs> for which one?
0: That's what, what, the Ramon, question. For which one? Look at Ramon. I mean,
4: for We're gonna can have drink to have the most, words
0: on the podcast tonight. I think can drink the most
4: or the least. That's that's aggressive. Is there? A... And they're both up at the same time. Like these guys aren't used to being Ramon and Owen being awake and, in the daylight. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: it's weird. Guys. They're like little vampires. Um, is there a Welsh alcohol that you like? Welsh whiskey.
0: Well, we got the Welsh whiskey out there. Um, that's we true. St David's Day. Um, that's just kind of sitting here and sitting here and occasionally gets touched when we've got shows in the night, but. Eh, I guess there's no real like specific Welsh thing. It'd be more like beer specifically, um, okay? Like like, local beers. So we have like, look, it's not necessarily a specific type, but like you know, I drink a lot of Brains Brewery beer. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: Gotcha. Okay, very cool. Um, he also brought Owen brought in Welsh cakes for Saint David's Day, and I've never had a Welsh cake before. What is that? Um, it's like it's hard to describe. It's like a crossover between like a biscuit and a cookie, kind of.
0: Kind of, yeah. Um, and it has it, raisins it, it, in it. Cakes. There's raisins in it. Yeah. And there's different spices in there, and wow. you you kind of like cook them on the like on a griddle. A griddle. Yeah. It yeah.
2: was so good. Oh Loved goodness. it. Um. But yeah. Okay. So I think Frank is the heavyweight, and Johnny is the lightweight. I'm sorry, Johnny. Please don't get mad at me. <laughs> um. All right. Matt Cobb saying the best advice I ever got was not to try to keep up with my 6'4", 250 hundred and fifty pound cousin. Yeah. Good luck, oh, buddy. Good Um, all right, let's get into our next question. What are your thoughts on the DH for both leagues? Petey, why don't you take this one? Cause I know you love baseball. And I'm a baseball fan first.
4: And I grew up, my dad was a Cubs fan. So I grew up understanding the, the intricate parts of pulling a picture and when to pull a picture in the National League. I get it. I want to see some monster get up the plate and hit a home run. I don't want to see some pitcher go up who hits once every three weeks, strikes out on four pitches, swinging like he hasn't done it before. Give me the home run hitters. Like where baseball is at with the fan base right now, they need to do something to make it more exciting. Runs are more exciting. DH in both leagues. It's time. And then that way I can keep, Clayton Kershaw I can keep him in for seven innings. I don't have to change him after three. Like, I
3: feel like that's a hot take, and I actually is a hot agree take. with you. And oh most people, yeah, and most people are <laughs> like they want to see the pitchers up at the plate, and you know, I, there's only there's only like so many she- Shohei Otanis in the world. Right. Other than that, it's like I would don't want to see it. I don't really care.
4: But then you watch those matchups? Just when you go to a game, you like you want to see the premier pitcher, and they're going to take him out of the game because he's up in the next inning. Like, no, let some other guy hit,
1: yeah, and let's see, I'm for let's it. see the
4: pitcher again. I want to see the pitcher pitch. I want to see the hitters hit.
2: Yeah. Oh, Totri, you missed us calling you a lightweight. Totri joined us in the chat. Nice to see you, Totri. Um, I'm so anti DH, and Chris is booing you in the comments. Pedia, um, she is not pro DH either. I love watching a gigantic pitcher like Bartolo Colon go up in the (laughs) batter's box. And try to swing at a pitch. And it's just, it's pure entertainment. I'm sorry. I love it. And then you also get those instances where pitchers actually can contribute on offense. And it's so great to see pitchers who can rake. It's probably one of my favorite things ever. It's one of my favorite hashtags on baseball Twitter. And I'm so disappointed that I won't be able to use it anymore. I'm actually really salty about it because I love watching pitchers try to hit or like not hit. Like Taiwan Walker, when he was on the Mets last year, he would get in the box and he would just stand there. He wouldn't even swing. He would just just take his strikeout. He just wouldn't even try.
3: If there was a little less of that going on, I do agree. Like, um, Ramon says, I saw Randy Johnson hit a home run as a kid and it was the greatest thing ever. I agree that, like, some really great moments can come from, as you mentioned, pitchers who can rake. Yeah. Um, but there's too much of, you know, the aspect of what Petey mentioned or just pitchers who just won't even... Just we won't even swing or whatever the right. case is. Like, if it was a little more competitive for pitchers at the plate, then I yeah. would agree
2: with that. I understand wanting to see more offense. It totally makes sense. Like the sport is having a hard time, like pe- keeping people entertained. And so, if we're gonna have a DH, obviously that's gonna help generate more offense. So hopefully, people will get that excitement that they want. Um, our almost, guy,
3: good. I was just gonna say real quick. It almost reminds me, not to a lesser degree, of like position players pitching just
2: to save, just, oh, to, yeah. just to come
3: in. And it's like, okay, it was uh, funny, like the first time where it was like yeah. entertaining. It's like, oh my God, he's pitching. And then it was just like,
2: oh my God, he's oh my pitching. God. Like, yeah, And then- we,
4: do, okay, but we jump up when grinky gets a hit. You're like, oh my God, he got a hit. They're major league freaking baseball players. Yes, they should be getting a hit. <laughs> yeah, Let's see grinky throw. I want to see yeah. him pitch. I want him to stay till the seventh, eighth inning. Stay in there. He can't do that. If we're taking him out to hit, yeah. to pinch hit somebody. I, I just think it's better for baseball. And right now, honestly, it's on life support. For fans and people that watch on TV, if there is anything to introduce this game to new people, let's do it because it's a wonderful sport. We all love this sport. Yeah, let's get it more fans to watch it, and if it's more home runs that do that versus strikeouts, great. great game today. Yeah, the twins run. I had to come here. The twins are playing the Boston Red Sox down four to one when I left.
2: Oh, (laughs) sorry, PD. Um, Just traded
4: Donaldson. We'll talk about that. This is the first
2: (laughs) podcast that we've had since uh, baseball has officially come back. And I am so freaking excited. Today is the first day of spring training games which is amazing. Thank God they figured out their shit because I was just dying without it. They should be
3: selling green beer at those games too. I bet
2: they they are. Ooh, uh, I bet they are. They're all wearing green uniforms if you've seen it on TV. Um, Espo in the comments saying, why would I want to watch a guy who can't do half of his job well? I can do that any day hanging out with Jacob. (laughs) Ooh. She's dogged on Jacob. Uh, Espo
1: was, so let me just give you some backstory. Espo was the one that really wanted this studio changed. Yes. Guess who was conveniently not here to do any of the work when we change this entire (laughs) studio around. Espo? Espo. Yeah, so Espo, just throwing you under the bus there a little (laughs) bit. Jacob
2: is actually a baseball guy. Jacob, how do you feel about uh, the Universal DH? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not
1: in your boat. You're pro Universal DH? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like watching guys like Madison Bumgarner take hacks, but i could do without i could do without some of the some of the guys that don't do anything in the box
2: you guys are killing me Espo was saying uh <laughs> that's called management jacob S,
1: I'm a manager management. Too,
2: so. <laughs> um, max saying as a moderator of the reddit baseball we will take any baseball we can get same 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 so happy that it's back um love to see that all right what is our next question jacob from the mailbag, which PHNX colleagues would be fun to watch on reality TV and which show would they go on? I think Shane and Sean would be an amazing race team and that would be incredible. Ooh, uh, that's such a good question. I love reality TV. i it. Can you like throw it. out
3: a couple reality shows because I don't – Yeah, okay. okay.
2: So The Bachelor okay. or yeah, The yeah. Bachelorette, yeah. Dancing with the Stars, yeah. Survivor, um big brother <laughs> i don't know what
3: big brother is
2: big brother's like survivor lock him but in, in a house, a house. okay lock yeah you lock them in a house, in the house and yeah. they like compete and vote people out um like tem- hopscotch in the house like what no a lot know, of like, more there's the like psychological and stuff. or physical challenges yeah, much more difficult um, a lot of
4: conniving and sneaky puzzles? stuff
2: puzzles yeah that so is I've my heard. absolute
3: fucking nightmare there's nothing <laughs> i
2: hate more than a puzzle Ooh, or temp- er, um, not temptation island um, love island which is like huge in the uk <laughs> i love love island i would go on that show in a heartbeat um i don't know what do you guys think i
4: i the shane sean amazing race i'm all about that that would am- watch it oh hell yeah Yeah, that was be funny because i don't know if you've seen the coyote show but sean yeah is a fast runner or so he tells us that he's really fast. So, no, it would be great. I, Mac, I think you could bring some drama to some shows too. Like, I, I'd watch you on The Bachelor <laughs> slash Bachelorette.
3: Yeah, but, <laughs> but I don't know if like she's like adventure. desperate enough to do some of the things that is required to be on that show.
2: I would definitely be like the girl that just like makes fun of everybody for being like sat, like desperate, crying. Like, I would just laugh at everyone. Yeah, I think that would bring, be... It would
4: be fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that too.
2: I feel like I could do a good job on reality TV. I'm obsessed with reality TV. It's like all I watch in my free time. Um, I think you would do really good on Survivor. I could see you crushing Survivor.
3: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like being cold. So it's in. The, it's in the. It's in the hot. Oh, it is. Yeah. The
4: Survivor is the, usually a, is? an island. Yeah, it's Survivor. It's not like Amazing Race. That would be not good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm. None of them for me. No, you
2: wouldn't go on a reality TV <laughs> show
4: where the hell would like i have eating
2: bugs where me uh, be
4: any of that no. be good for me N- nowhere like f- not eating on survivor no no thanks yeah. big brother well no i don't want to i don't want to work that hard
2: what about you owen would you go on a show
0: Ugh. no no definitely not like, think about i the don't money. even <sighs> yeah no.
2: like the prize money
0: <laughs> yeah but you've got a what a low <laughs> chance of actually getting that prize money um you really want to go through all that stuff just to get
3: Oh, and think about the of... Instagram followers you would get. It's wow. so just
2: the Instagram <laughs> followers.
0: <The> Sign <social laughs> me up.
2: Or... <laughs> um, Anthony's saying, I want to see Saul on Wipeout. I would pay money to watch that. Oh, that would be Wipeout. incredible. I absolutely think that Saul should go on Wipeout. Um, Ramon saying, we should do PHNX Big Brother or The Challenge. I think... Big brother for all of us would be super interesting. Although, I don't know how I feel about locked in the house with all of you guys for like 60 days. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, no, offense. can you imagine? <laughs> Petey, do, can you dance? Petey would be great. I, I, I would. I,
4: apparently, I'm doing a TikTok if we ever get to 3,000. But true. that's been, yep. honestly, be I might retire before that happens. Like, let's get going.
2: I would love that. to see you on Dancing with the Stars, trying to do some ballroom dancing. Yeah. I feel like you're you a light on your what? feet. I feel like I could do Dancing with the Stars.
3: I could see you do that. I don't dance but like i feel like, like that
4: that would be more of your sporting competitive show than some of the other ones i could see that
2: yeah i think i still think he where could does Derek remember. go where's the know. mayor go oh god we have to think of a place for like Derek. the mayor would
4: have to be somewhere
2: i could see Derek, uh chris saying Derek on grill master i think Derek would do good on big brother too i think he'd be such a personality and he'd he's also like
4: friend everybody yes. and yep
2: yeah, nobody would I want to vote that. him out because he's so nice, and like, he's also very strategic. He's a strategic, a sneaky, strategic person. Like he's got I am. that
4: wrestling background too, so he's kind of,
2: kind of sneaky and. Yeah, he would do well in competitions. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I could, yeah, I could see Derek doing that. Oh man, Derek on Deadliest Catch. Um, I don't think Derek would enjoy that.
3: <laughs> What's think, that like? Deep sea fishing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a. I think I've seen the commercials. Oh my god, most it looks of like these miserable. I know just from like commercials.
2: Do you not watch reality TV?
3: Not really. Oh, mm-hmm. I, love I mean, reality I used to TV. watch like the Kardashians. Is that reality yeah. TV?
2: Oh my gosh. We should do a Kardashians version of the. <laughs> 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 I call being Kim. <laughs> um derek on making the team dallas cowboys cheerleaders yes oh my god i love that show also super embarrassing that's actually probably my guilty pleasure show for whatever reason i love watching that tv show it's so interesting to me because i know that i can never do it so i'm just like oh my gosh these girls like
3: yeah is it drama or is it like yeah uh like actually like athletic competition that you like
2: um drama. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the drama. Uh technically speaking sports are reality TV. I guess especially the NBA. Oh my gosh. The NBA is like the Kardashians 2.0 just with sports.
4: <laughs> but I always felt that that's one of the reasons I watch sports. And when you become attached to a team and the people that are part of that team, it becomes your Soap opera, who's hurt, who's in, who's out, where are they going? This who week?
3: said what about who? Yes, yeah. it yeah, becomes
4: our, and I think that's why we do what we do here because that is our we're into it. Yeah. This we're guy
3: in. was dating Kendall Jenner, now another NBA player is dating <laughs> Kendall, obviously. <laughs>
2: Booker and... Exactly, right, yeah. yeah. I definitely think the NBA, if I had to pick a league that was the most like reality TV, it would definitely be the NBA. I think that to me is the most drama no filled.
0: This sounds like people who have never encountered lower league soccer ever, really. Like, <laughs> There was a there was a team in Division Three here, which is Nisa. And their owner just took over their Twitter account and went on an absolute mad one and was sending people free pizza if they DM'd him their address.
3: Here?
2: What not here?
0: But he did send... actually no, he did send a rising fan pizza. Yes. Really? Yeah.
2: That happened?
0: Yeah, that happened like a couple of months ago.
2: Oh my like. <laughs> gosh. I had no idea. That is dramatic. It's... Holy cow. Um, All right. Let's get on to our next question. Um, This is my uh, official edition for The Bachelor, by the way. If there's a Bachelor producer watching, please put me on the show. Um, Okay. This is from Unlikable Coyote in our members-only Discord. As a reminder, you can get access to this members-only Discord if you sign up to be a member at gophnx.com. You can get your first month for only 50 cents, or if you sign up to be an annual member, you'll get a free t-shirt which we have a ton of really cool t-shirts a new one is on the way so definitely keep an eye out for that and sign up to be a member and become a part of our phnx family and if you don't um, want to wear the
3: t-shirts you can put them into a frame, frame. and hang them on your wall
2: Hanging them up yeah we have beautiful shirts this is our uh, sunset drive shirt we got the cardinal football shirt the Diamondbacks baseball shirts. So, you know, lots of great options. Whose
4: idea was that? We're
2: like Vanna White. Um, they did this at <laughs> DNVR.
4: It's really cool. And so
2: we just like copied them and we're yeah. like, hey, can you it box some shirts? Yeah, oh, it's, it's really cool. great. Right? They're cool designs. They could you could like print them out as posters, I feel like, because they're so cool. Um, all right, what was our next question? Sorry, I got so sidetracked. <laughs> um, with the coyotes going full kachina, can the diamondbacks ever go for full copper, black, purple, and teal again? I hope so. I hate the diamond. I've I've been on record by saying how much I absolutely hate the Diamondbacks uniforms. I think they're atrocious.
3: I don't think that at all. I really like with the, the gray r- ones. With the brick red? I like the, the gray yeah. ones, too. Sedona like, they're red? gray with the oh. teal in it. Yeah. No. I think they're so bad. I, 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 I like them right
4: now. I, I, do, I think they're good. But to your point, can baseball do whatever the hell they want to? They have 30 freaking jerseys. Yeah. Like, they wear... They wear the vest jerseys. They got the stripes. They got the whites, grays, reds.
3: The Serpiente.
2: Yeah, like Uh they have so
4: many different sweaters. Like hockey team has two. They got black, they got white. Yeah. It's simple. So So many combos. Yes, the answer is yes, they should. do. They should. They Mm -hmm.
2: absolutely should. I hate their combos now. They've got white. I don't know what's wrong with it. I think they're so ugly and like tacky. Do you like them, Owen? I mean, it's...
0: (sighs) I think going back to the tail stuff is just... It makes you actually a bit more original almost within that sphere rather than just being yet another arizona sports team that plays in but red they
2: do wear those but like once in a blue moon it's like you think mm. they should
0: go back
4: Like the coyotes went kachina yes full time you think they should yes, do that
2: absolutely i think i don't know if this is real or not and jacob you can help me with this is it true that they had to get rid of the purple because the rockies were purple and they didn't want two purple teams in the national league I've never, heard,
1: I've never heard that okay. part of it. It might have been something that Rockies fans said to console themselves. Right. But, I, I mean, the overarching theme is that Diamondbacks fans really want the teal and the okay. purple to come back. Because every team in Arizona is red. They switched because of that. They wanted to match the Arizona aesthetic uh. to, per se. But, it, you know... Everybody wants the purple until I back.
2: think they should bring it back full time. I think the purple, black, teal, copper combo is way better than whatever they have going on now. Guess
3: how many years it's been since they got rid of the purple. How many? Guess
1: 2009. 16 years. 2006 would have been my guess.
2: Good job. Whoa. 2006. Yeah, they got rid of it in two thousand six. I yeah.
1: vaguely remember Connor Jackson being the guy that came out dressed in red and Sedona sand and gray. It's a very weird recollection that I have, but I'm pretty sure it was like Connor Jackson, Chris Young, Justin Upton. Huh? Or actually, it wouldn't have been Justin. It wouldn't have been Justin Upton. But it, that that group of guys were kind of the wave of new colors.
2: So it's been how many years then? Sixteen. Ew, yeah, no, it's time to go back to purple and teal. Whatever you have, got, you whatever you guys got going on now, not a fan. It's not it, sorry. All right, next question. Um, Is this the most well-rounded Phoenix Rising team to date? Owen, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I knew that was going to be tossed straight at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, look, <laughs> as a team, when you break them down, you know, Baboukar Jai is a great improvement over last season at left back, and he works really well with Daniel King over on the right. The midfield trio is just incredible, right? They are, if not the best midfield trio that Rising's ever had, probably one of the best that the league has seen in the last five years at least. Um, And especially when you've got guys like Arturo Rodriguez that are contributing both ways now, you see a lot more defensive effort out of him, as well as the fact that he's just... Got a lot more purpose in what he's doing. Mm. Is Marcus Epps an improvement over Solomon Asante? Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, I loved Solomon Asante. Solomon Asante was, Aww. but the thing is that we're talking about peak Solomon Asante there. Yeah. And that's not what we saw last year with the hamstring injuries, or everything like that. Now Marcus Epps isn't the same guy goal scoring wise, but as a playmaker, he is very good. You've got Santi Mora that just, you know, he was. MVP candidate last year, and and justifiably so. And then there are all those different options up top. Look, even depth-wise, you know, there's a lot of depth options in terms of guys like Carlos Anguiano. I'm excited to see him play. Um, I mean, there are three legitimate centre-forwards this year. But on the one hand, then, I'm saying, you know, this is a great team. There's a lot of things there. In terms of, is it the most well-rounded team that Rising has ever had? This is a team that the last four years has either been the top seed in the Western Conference mm-hmm. or has made it to the playoff final. You're splitting hairs at that point, yeah. right? Like, this is a team that has dominated in USL Championship. And, I mean, there are great teams in the past. I know, Jason, you'll remember the 2019 when they won 20 games in a row?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: like that, which is, I believe, the record for North America for the professional game. Like, no- Oh, wow. Wild. wow. You have to bear in mind, right? Yeah. It sounds like, you say 20 and it's... You think, oh, it's a lot, but is it that much? But we don't, you know, there doesn't have to be a winner. Game can end in a draw. That's true. So yeah. when point. you consider that, it's not like the game keeps going until someone wins. There are okay. three possible outcomes each game. So
2: crazy. Look,
0: there have been some great teams over the years. It's hard to yeah hard to pick between them.
2: Well, I know the Rising. Sorry, Rising just got their season started last week, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is finally the year that Rising wins a championship?
0: oh i hate playoffs that's that's the Mm. thing i hate playoffs um especially when they get to the end of the season and it's you know you have one bad game it goes to penalties i mean look they were knocked out on penalties last year um against rgv and are rgv a better team than rising no nowhere near um and now rising have stolen one of their better players um but yeah, you know, it comes down to penalties. That's anyone's at that point. It's a coin toss. Yeah. I mean, it is a coin toss to a degree. You win the coin toss, you go first. I think you win about 60% of them.
2: Okay. Oh, really? Well, there you have it. All right, let's hit our next question. Oh, Jacob, you're doing so good. Well, speaking of the Rising, they actually uh, slid into my mentions and asked a question. So, the shout out to the Rising. Thanks for participating <laughs> in the Max mailbag. Thanks for Rising. Um, they said, what would you rather have, time travel or the ability to stop time? I would rather time travel for sure. Time travel. I'm such a history nerd. I want to go back and like experience history.
0: I'm going with stop time simply because I think that if sci-fi movies have taught us no, like, <laughs> nothing else, it's that if you go back in time, you can really, really screw something up. Okay. That is really risky. Whereas like, if you can stop time, you know, that takes away the biggest stress, which is if you have to do things by a deadline, you just stop time.
2: That's true. And then get it done. Ooh, now you have me questioning myself because I am constantly stressed out because of things are...
0: For me, it's easy
4: and it's time travel because the older you get, you have these memories that are so fond and so important to your life, but you don't really remember them or feel them and taste them and touch them. And when you're living those moments, especially when you're 15, 18, 20, 25, you don't realize how important or pivotal those moments are. Mm. So if you can go back and look at those Through a different lens now, I think that would, you'd be able to cherish those times much, much better and make them more poignant because you'd be able to understand from your future self, what the importance of that moment
3: was. That is very
2: philosophical. I very just wanted profound. to like hang out in like yeah. the
3: Egyptian like pyramids.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to do some cool shit. You want to do some cool shit. <laughs> sh- hang out. I just want to do some hood ratchet with my friends. Um, yeah. No, I'd also love to go to the future though and see what like my life is like in the future because um, if you don't know me, I'm a constant ball of anxiety and not having a plan just really bothers me. And so like not knowing how my life is going to play out like freaks me out and it causes me stress on like a daily basis. <laughs> But you so, could just go to therapy, Michaela. I and... could just go to therapy. <laughs> uh, that would probably help a lot of things. Um, no. But I would like to go to the future, too, and see, like, what happens in the future, like, you know, a thousand years from now. Like, if you have flying cars or if, I don't know, everybody's in, like, seats that, like, float like they do in Wally. You know what I'm talking about? Like, everybody sits down. I mean, it's because they're all fat, but, like, it'd be, cool, it'd be a cool concept. I don't remember Wally. Yeah, the cartoon thing, yeah.
3: I don't remember that one. Maybe I wasn't on the watch. It. No,
2: I was, I was older. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I would I love know. to go to the future and see like what happens because I like to know. I, I hate, I'm the type of person that reads the end of a book first and then will start the book after I I've already read I, the end. I, I would do that
3: stuff too. But a book yeah.
0: doesn't change. If you read the end of the book and go back to the start, then there's like no change there. But if you go to the future and then come back, wouldn't you try and change the future? And at which point have you really time traveled? That's a good
2: point. Oh my god! you just looked at a
0: possible future. (laughs) Just blowing my mind over the future, and you see something, and like, I hate it. I don't want that to be me.
2: And then then I come back here, and I'm just like actively (gasps) work
0: against that that happening. Isn't that like Back
2: to the Future? Isn't that what like goes on in that movie? I have never seen that movie. I'm the worst with pop culture references. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad with that Um, too. That's such a good point because now, if I go to the future and I don't like what I see, I'm going to stress myself out in the present trying to change the future. Oh my god! What if you can't
3: change the future?
2: What if it? What if what's going to be is going to be regardless? So you can time travel, you can experience
3: it, See but it you can't adjust but, it it. Can't change.
0: but is that really time travel then? though, I guess that's. It depends how you define time travel because you're either mm. there as an observer, or you're there as an actual person. You've actually traveled in time. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. just blew my mind way beyond the school of this
2: show. <laughs> <laughs> all right we only got a few questions left uh, let's look I at our next one the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a live sporting event I'm so excited for this question because I've some, seen some really really bizarre things including naked people Um, I can, (laughs) I don't know if I have just left it on that. Um, I saw a streaker, um, somebody was lovely enough to streak at a Diamondbacks game, just like a random, like Wednesday, like day game. It was very strange. And then also the Diamondbacks were playing the Dodgers, which, and if you don't know, Dodgers fans are the worst ever in the entire world. Um, one of the Dodgers fans ran into the team shop, stole a mannequin and was running around the concourse with the mannequin from the team shop.
1: (laughs) Which
2: is just bizarre. I had no idea what he intended for that mannequin, but the mannequin was missing and it was with the Dodgers fan who was running around the concourse with it. So can't. Um Oh my gosh, Matt Cuff was there the day that Randy hit the bird with the ball. That is a great story. Oh
1: the weirdest thing of that story is that the person who was batting, have you guys heard this? You know who was hitting while the bird got hit? Wasn't it It Kyler Murray's uncle? Kylie Murray's dad. No.
2: Wasn't it his uncle? I think it's his uncle. I'm pretty sure it was his dad. It was he has really he is related to Kyler Murray though, which is wild. Maybe it's
1: his uncle. I think Church is looking.
2: Are you looking? Yeah. Um that's a great story though. That is an iconic moment. A iconic moment in sports to be present for. I'm really jealous of you. That is a great answer too. I would use that as my fun fact. Like, what's a fun fact about you? I was there the day that Randy uncle Johnson murdered a bird.
3: Calvin Murray. Wow.
2: Wild. How crazy is that?
3: Um, I, like, need a second.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and I try to think, too. I I, mean, I I wish I had some really...
3: No, like, I need a second to let that soak in, because I didn't... How did I not know that? Oh, that. How did I not know that? That's a
4: thing. Like, that would be a thing that you think you would... If you'd heard it, you would have remembered it, for sure. Yeah. Never heard that before.
2: Yeah. I didn't know that until this year, though, so it took me until I was 25 years old to figure that out, so...
1: Tristan's gonna go on a deep
0: dive. I know.
4: Now.
2: I think you should. Have to, you should do a I story on it. I might
3: have to. I know. I like. I might yeah. really have to go
2: back into that story. That sounds like is- a,
4: that's like sounds like an episode of the story. Yeah. With Tristan.
2: Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> For right. those of you that don't know, Tristan is about to launch an incredible project that we're really excited about, um, which I think you should definitely talk about on your pod. I.
3: Might, yeah. I would love to talk to Randy again, but he doesn't like to talk about that anymore. So um, oh, maybe I'll true. just get Calvin Murray's perspective. It's
2: a little sensitive topic. Does yeah. he feel bad for killing the bird or just that it's like such an iconic thing?
1: PETA came after him. Oh, did Yeah, he, it was like a whole thing. I think he
3: PETA got like everyone. a lot of hate for it and it was like it's not his fault. But then also it's just been talked about. Like imagine if like one fluky thing happened in your life and for decades after, like anytime you saw somebody, people Brought that up, yeah. and you'd be like, Oh my God, I cannot answer any more questions about this. That's
2: true. i probably get, yeah, I get tired of it too. What about you, PD? What's the weirdest I, you know, thing nothing, you've
4: nothing, I have one, but it's not like, Oh my gosh, this is gonna make the cover of Sports Illustrated. It's not that exciting. Spring training. I was in like the third, I had really good seats, and then all of a sudden you saw some bees starting to come to one of the poles where the speaker was, so they must have liked the vibrations, and then a few more, and then a few more. And by about the second inning, and now it's a massive ball oh, of no. bees, and balls would hit the, the fence <gasps> in behind the catcher, and then mm. it would shake the bees, and the bees would start to spread. Ooh. They had to call the game off, move three sections of people tell a beekeeper came in the suit with the sprayer. So they paused the game for about a half hour.
2: A bee that's that's delay. a good story. That's it a great story.
4: And I did try to find pictures of that. Yeah. I took pictures at the time because the players were uh, got away from the dugout because it's bees yeah
0: and couldn't find the pictures
4: but oh. it did happen
0: that's a good crane, one what about at you the Owen? old angel stadium oh uh, i'm gonna have to stay on brand aren't i and bring out some in <laughs> usl yeah um i feel like no, you've
2: probably it's... seen some crazy things at usl games
0: las vegas right and it's gonna be added to this weekend so las vegas lights um are a bizarre club very bizarre. They have live llamas, or well, there's only one now left as like a mascot, and they bring it out on the field before Aww. the game ends. Yeah, but once they had a game like delayed because one of the llamas decided to relieve itself on the pitch, like Aww. right
4: before
2: kickoff. That's not no. Right, mean, Is it this, PD?
4: Yes. Well, it's at the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was there. It was Kansas City and the
2: Angels. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's scary. I that's hate these. But
0: like that team um, does so much curious, weird you so good at that internet thing. <laughs> that team does so much weird stuff. Like yeah, I they don't have like had the kiddie pools on the side of the pitch throughout the games. They've had mattresses on the side of the pitch, uh, so you could literally like have a mattress as your seat. Uh, you can drive in, so they play in an old like minor league baseball stadium called Cashman Field in Vegas, right? And obviously the pitch is there's a gap out in the outfield, right? It doesn't fit perfectly in that space. Oh, so last year they were just like, yeah, if you've got a Toyota, because we're sponsored by Toyota, you can come and literally park your car on the grass and watch the game from there. Huh. Um, Like this Saturday, they have got a giant inflatable colon there.
2: Colon? Colon? Like Like the organ?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Uh, Something about cancer. I don't know. But yeah, I, I they've got a giant that, it's but- I believe it's called Colleen. Colleen the colon. And they've got this what giant is inflatable this team? There. Las Vegas lights. It's
2: Wow, what a bunch <laughs> of weirdos. Okay, that's not what I was expecting at all. Um here's the picture of the bees that Petey was referencing. That's kind of scary. It's I don't like that. Mean, it grew
4: disgusting. larger than that, and they like the vibration. It's by the microphone, so there's something about yeah. the sound. Why
2: that doesn't that like. happen all the time then though? I don't know. I don't like that. Bees scare the as I hate bees.
4: Day. Just Ooh. glad that's not my story. Yeah, I, I want to see like where is where are they doing Colleen the colon
0: here? <laughs> I, no, no, up in <laughs> Vegas.
4: Okay, because I want right. if it was a rising, I I expect to see that on the post. There's a, show. there's a picture of this as
0: well. Where's so I want to show on the post game
2: Colleen the colon. There's a quote. picture of
0: this. I'm, I'm gonna have to find it. Now.
2: Um, okay, well, while you take a picture and send it to Jacob so people can see clean the colon. Um, as you guys can tell, we're all wearing green because it's St. Patrick's Day. But you know what else is green? Athletic Greens is green. Our next partner, they have a product that I use actually every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I noticed that my energy levels were super low. But then I also read that Athletic Greens can help with your gut health, which is something that was a big concern of mine. So I uh, started taking athletic greens in the morning. I wake up every day. I roll out of bed. I go to my kitchen. I get my athletic greens out of the fridge. I take just one scoop. I put it in my water bottle, shake it up. And I chug it because it tastes really good, but it also helps with my energy levels throughout the day. So I feel like I can finally make it through the day without needing a nap or having to chug my coffee. I can actually drink coffee and enjoy it now, which is also one of my favorite things about drinking Athletic Greens. But it's also helped with my gut problems. I'm way less bloated than I was way back before I started taking Athletic Greens. Like I said, with one delicious scoop of it, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens and it all helps you start your day right athletic greens it's really just a no-brainer it supports better sleep quality and recovery athletic greens has over seven 5 five-star reviews and it costs you less than three dollars a day plus you're investing in your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash TPSP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash TPSP, which stands for the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash TPSP. I know, Tristan, you drink athletic greens, and you also really like it too, right?
3: Yeah, I drink it in the morning, and then it it... Makes me feel full enough and energized enough without even coffee to just drink that and go straight to the gym.
2: Yeah, so it's it. great. Um, here's Colleen the colon <laughs> segue for you. Um, I don't like what I'm looking at. It so, kind of freaks me out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I know there's there's another picture now where you will actually see the uh, the mascot there, which is like this weird like Elvis kind of thing. That's I, the
2: lights mascot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, hmm. Inside the colon, yeah, yeah. Inside the colon. So yeah, yeah, they're gonna have fans arrive at the uh, stadium and get to walk through that. Which is, uh, I mean, there's a there's an argument to be made that they're just describing their own stadium as an asshole, but it's <laughs> like. <laughs> No comment, <laughs> given the quality, given, well, given the quality that they put on the field for that team.
2: Oh, wow. You, was, I'll you leave that dunked, to your imagination. You just dunked on them so hard. I love that. Matt it's Cuff not, saying hard nope. They make it nope. so
1: easy, though. Yeah, yeah, they
2: do. Matt Cuff saying hard nope on the colon. Also not a fan. Um, all right. I think we have, um, you yeah, know, let's just, let's just, uh, let's end it on that one. I don't think it can get better than calling the colon. Um, are they describing their fans as crap?
0: That's Espo's words, not mine. Uh,
2: <laughs> Owen doesn't want to get in trouble. Um, I don't blame you, Owen. That, yeah, that's just weird. I, I genuinely don't know how I feel about that. Um... Are we just going to end it on a
3: really awkward note? Okay, no, okay. We'll do one
2: more question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Please get this feeling that I'm feeling just away from me right now.
2: Um, With the Phoenix Rising regular season success, do you think the lack of winning the championship in the postseason is keeping the team from being talked about more in the Valley, or is it something else? Chirsten, you covered the Rising. How do you feel about the Rising not being talked about a lot?
3: Well, it's difficult because you're in a market where... Like not every USL market has other things. Like I also covered uh, a USL team in Colorado Springs and they're not far from Denver. So they do have Denver sports, but in the Springs, it's like there aren't any other professional sports, right? Your Phoenix is a market where you've got everything and soccer isn't the most popular sport that exists. So when you've got the Coyotes, the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, uh, the Suns, and oh, by the way, all the college sports, then you've got events that are here as well. I just don't think that um, that they're in a, a position necessarily to to be one of the the top sports teams here with where they're at now. Now they do have your your hardcore soccer fan base. Mm-hmm. They're definitely all in on rising and rising has a phenomenal
1: fan base. yeah, their fans are but incredible. in terms of
3: bra- of competing, for popularity with an NFL or an NBA team,
2: that's gonna be really difficult. Yeah, for sure. Owen, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I like how you left the NHL off there because of course <laughs> as of next season, <laughs> we know that Rising will probably be averaging higher attendance. Yeah, than the, the rising will have more NHL attendance healthy. than coyotes. For sure. the coyotes. Biggest stadium they do. The stadium holds ten thousand and they typically get what, seven to eight. So okay. bigger than five thousand at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the idea that the championship would have been what tipped it is not I, I think, you know, if they'd have won in Louisville in 2018, that would have made no difference, mm. right? No one would be talking about this team more as a result of that. I think the biggest thing more than anything is the awkwardness of the fact that they are a lower league team. Yeah. And that, that idea of lower leagues doesn't really translate to the US. You guys have minor leagues here. and Rising aren't a minor league team. They don't fit into those definitions very well. And the idea that you have a team here that are not playing for development reasons, they're playing to win things, and yet they're not in the top league in the country is strange. And it means that a lot of people look at them and say, oh, it's a minor league team. And even though they're not, they get treated like it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know what you're saying as well with the, um, the sport isn't the most popular here. It is growing a lot, and I think that ultimately in our lifetimes probably there is going to be a real shakeup of that um yeah. given the trajectory that everything's on but it's just an awkward one and i think that it's going to take time it's going to take a lot of time um and it's possibly going to take the continued growth of usl or rising to make a move towards mls yeah i, I know some say people that's... but even even some mls teams get absolutely stiffed in their markets
3: yeah well yeah. that's true. like
4: But go to the, we'll take that a step further with the Coyotes too. Like you could go through local media markets here in Arizona and you can go a week without hearing a Coyote score. It's not a big deal. I think they're much more similar to where the rising are, where they have a a smaller fan base that is very passionate about their team. But when it comes to local Arizona broadcast, it's Suns and Cardinals and that they're first and second all the time. And ASU might be third and then maybe you'll get a Diamondback story once in a while, unless the Coyotes are in a playoff chase, you don't hear about them ever. Yeah, or it's true. when they don't have a building or when there's a problem with the owner or... Or, or all of the problems that the Coyotes had, that's when you hear about the Coyotes.
2: Unless you are a PHNX subscriber and you listen to our daily Phoenix PHNX Coyotes podcast. And you can hear about it every single because day. Because you can hear about the Coyotes every single day. Uh, same with the Rising on Tuesdays and Thursdays and post-game coverage. So, you know, if you're looking for coverage of your teams that you can't find anywhere else in the Valley, that is why we exist. We're here to provide it for you, provide you with more insight, provide you with more analysis and on a daily basis. And we also care about all the teams in the Valley not just two of them. So that's why we're here. Um, I do want to get this one question really quick in the comments. Joe Fisher's asking Petey about the NHL trade deadline. Do you think some big moves are going to be happening Saturday and Sunday?
4: I think there'll be big moves, but they won't be here. Okay. I think the Arizona Coyotes are going to be, for the most part, pretty quiet. The big name is Jacob Chikrin. I don't think he's going to go at the trade deadline. Um, He's injured right now, so I don't think teams are going to pay the asking price for Jacob Chikrin. I see that being a deal over the summer at the draft. Phil Kessel probably will go. But not for anything dramatic coming back the other way. It's going to be a pretty uneventful trade deadline for the Arizona Coyotes.
2: All right, there you have it. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our St. Patrick's Day episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Thank you to everybody who's sending questions. I genuinely appreciate all of you guys, as well as to everyone in the comments now who watched along with us. You guys are the absolute best and make the show what it is. Like I said before, we exist because we care about all the sports here in the Valley. So if you're interested in that coverage, make sure you go over to gophnx.com and sign up to be a member you get your first month for only 50 cents or if you become an annual member you get a free t-shirt from the phnx locker and we've got tons of great designs for you to choose from with a membership you also get access to our members only discord which is where a lot of people ask questions from and a lot of other great access to our written content and exclusive things like that thank you again so much for watching and thank you guys for joining me on st patrick's day i appreciate your time hopefully now you can go drink some green beer and uh sit go go find training I'm in. all I'm right in. let's do it we're gonna go drink some green beer you guys are the best we'll see you next week.